Welcome to Royal Grace Chapel, the empowerment center where faith comes alive through inspiring messages and teachings. At Royal Grace Chapel, our mission is to empower you to connect with God in worship, relationship with other believers, and enable you to fulfill your purpose for global impact. We believe in the power of transformation through the Word of God, and that's exactly what you'll experience as you journey with us through our plethora of messages. Get ready to be equipped, uplifted, and empowered on your path of faith. Be transformed as you listen to today's empowering message. Now, like I did yesterday, before the servant of God will arrive here, I want to share something with you briefly. Yesterday I told you, let's go to Genesis 12, because some of you were not here. Now, verse 1. Now the Lord had said unto Abraham, Get thee out of thy country, and from thy kindred, and from thy father's house, unto a land that I will show you. Three instructions. Get out of your country. Get out from your family, which is kindred. And get out from your father's house. Unto a land that I will show you. Verse 4. So, Abraham departed. As the Lord has spoken unto him. Watch again here. And Lord went with him. And Abraham was 70. How many 70? Five years. When he departed out of where? Aaron. Verse 5. And Abraham took Sarai, his wife, and Lot, his brother, and all their substance that they had gathered, and the souls that, had, that they had gotten in Aaron. And they went forth to go into the land of where? Into the land of where? Canaan. Initially, when you read that story, the Lord said, I will get thee out into the land that I will what? Show you. I asked you a question yesterday when you read this. How did he know that it was supposed to be Canaan that he was supposed to go to? Because God did not at this point tell him the place you are supposed to go to was Canaan. God just said, I will show you the land. But he knew Somehow, that the place God was talking about must be Canaan, even though God had not revealed it to him. So the question is, how did he know that it was supposed to be Canaan? Like I told you yesterday, you need to understand what took place in the chapter before, which is chapter 11. And in chapter 11, if you began to read, this was after the Tower of Babel and they, they were scattered all around. One of the things you will observe is that the first thing 
is that after Shem was mentioned, Noah had three sons, Japheth, Shem, and um, I've forgotten the name of the... Am, Am, yeah, thank you. The one that was cursed. Now, this is now the lineage of Shem. Now, something, whenever you see Bible talking about genealogy, anytime you are reading the genealogy story, pray. Why? Because, you see, there is always a mystery encoded in the genealogy that the Bible reads out, even from Adam. Because somehow, there is no lost detail in the Bible. What you will observe is that the Bible began to mention the time they got married and the time they died. But something happened when it got to the father of, the grandfather of Abraham, now Terah, no, Nahor in this place. Verse 24, you read it there. That before him, everybody were getting married at the age of 30, 34, 32. The earliest before his time was 32, 36, 34. But when he got to Nahor, he became the first person to marry at 29. He was the first person that married at 29. Somehow, I don't believe that that was accidental. I believe Mr. Nahor had a vision to transcend limits. I believe that Mr. Nahor was, must have gone through his genealogy and realized that, oh, this is the, how far everybody has gone. I am going to break this limit. But you see, it was as though he disturbed the devil. Because you see, the same person that married the earliest, I've been looking for you, so make sure you see me. I think the last time I saw you was when you gave your life to Christ. So I've been looking for you. So, all right. So, it was as though it disturbed the devil. Because the person that married at 29 also was the first person that died at the earliest age. He was the youngest in his entire lineage that died. So it got me thinking and began to do research. How come he married early? He, he broke limit. He broke a barrier. He transcended limit. But now, sudden death came to grab him. So it got me thinking. But you realize that from that time, the, the man transcended the limit, broke a barrier. That generation, the devil went after it headlong. Because strange things began to happen that you will not read. If you, if you go and read from chapter 1 of Genesis 11 to verse 23. You will see that from verse 24, strange evil began to happen. Strange evil occurrence. For instance, after he lost his father, Terah married at the normal age everybody was marrying. 30-something. I think 36 thereabouts. But you see, another evil happened. Terah became the first to bury his child. Not, it was never recorded in their lineage that anyone had 
their child buried whilst the father was still alive. After Nahor was the youngest that died, then Terah lost his son, the father of Lot. As though that was not enough, Abraham also married. Then the first time you record in the Bible, the Bible says, and Sarah was barren. Another evil that was not recorded of anyone in that lineage. So the question is, what was it? So that is causing this strange occurrence to happen. Then Terah somehow knew what to do. The Bible said that he left all and was added to Canaan. Canaan was the destination. But when he got to Aran, the Bible said, Oh, let's just read because of some of us. Genesis 11. Genesis 11. Whenever the screens are not working, it gives us the opportunity to look into our personal Bible. New Living Translation, if you have one, so that you can see what I'm saying. Verse 27. This is the account of Terah's family. Terah was the father of Abraham, Nahor, and Aaron, and Aaron was the father of Lot. Verse 28, but Aaron died. In this convention, any but that is associated with your life and family, whatever it is that is a but that brings denigration or degradation of your own lineage, by the power of the Holy Spirit, there is going to be a divine intervention. Well, if you claim it with an amen, it is yours. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. But Aaron died in awe of the childers, the land of his birth, while his father, Terah, was still living. Verse 29. Meanwhile, Abraham and Naro both got married. Now. The name of Abraham's wife was Sarai, and the name of Nahor's wife was Mekah. Mekah and her sister Iska was daughter of Nahor's brother Aaron. Verse 30. But Sarai was unable to become pregnant and had no children. Do you see another but there? Do you see another but there? All these strange but started with terror. And now, in the name of Jesus, whatever is a negative but, but that is associated with your life, in any way, the blood of Jesus is nullifying them today. Now, amen means you agree with that prophecy. The prophecy you believe is the one that will come to pass in your life. And I'm saying to you, every negative but in the life of your children, in your own life, in your family, today, in the name of Jesus, we nullify them by the blood of Jesus. Let your amen catch fire. Amen. There is still power in the blood of Jesus. Verse 31, everybody. One day, Terah took his son, Abraham, his daughter-in-law, Sarai, his son's Abraham's wife, and his grandson, Lot, his, Aaron, his son's Aaron's child, and moved away from all of the Chaldeans. He was headed for where? The land of Canaan. Again, look at it. But, <laughs> but 
they stopped at Aaron and settled there. It was headed for a destination, but that but again followed him. They stopped. Any form of but that has stopped your advancement in 2023, every but that has stopped your progress, that has stopped the flow of grace and blessing in your family, in your life, in the name of Jesus, they are nullified now. Oh, I said they are nullified now. They are nullified now. And you know what? When he stopped, he died. Stagnation is a form of death. He died there. But now, this will then help you understand what God did when he then called Abraham out. So the question I ask you, when God said, get out, God saw something of your country. Get out of your kindred. In other words, there is something wrong. I want to visit your family. I want to change the status quo. Do you know that even when God Almighty called Abraham out, it took 25 years for that cause to be broken. That means if God had not intervened in the life of Sarah, she would have died a barren woman. 25 good years, even when God intervened, it tells you what the devil had determined to do in that lineage. The devil was out to wipe them out. Because you see, even Lot was in Sodom and Gomorrah, he lost his wife. And uh, it was only left with two children. And the two children said, there is no man again by which we can give birth. So they had to cause their father to be drunk and slept with their father, which was another strange event that had never happened in that lineage before. I wanted to see how the devil was out to destroy that lineage. The first incest in the Bible was recorded in this same Terra's family. In this same Terra's family that two daughters slept with their father so that their lineage can continue. Now watch. If they had not slept with their father, that means their lineage would have been destroyed and Sarah too will have remained barren. Do you see that the devil was out to wipe that lineage away? But God intervened. God intervened. It is my prayer for you in this convention. I may not know you, but God knows you. He knows your address. He knows your situation. He knows the area you need an intervention. But I pray for you today that you will not live here. You will not leave this convention without the intervention of God in your own life and family. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. God will intervene. Lift up your right and say, God will intervene. In my life, God will intervene. In my situation, God will intervene. I want you to see something. This has nothing to do with the school they have finished. Or how educated they were. There is always a place that if God does not do something, nothing can be done. 
25 good years. How did Abraham know that he was supposed to go to Canaan? The answer you will find it in Genesis 9, 24. Genesis 9, 24, or 26, I mean. Genesis 9, 26. Remember that it was from the lining of Shem. So Genesis 9, 26, the Bible says, Then Noah said, May the Lord, the God of Shem, be blessed. And may Canaan be his servant. That means Terah knew that their family carried the covenant. You see, some of us are wondering, why is it that things are like this for us? The devil has no business disturbing you if there is no glory there. The things you are going through is an, is an indication that there is something about your family that is special to God. As a young boy, after I saw suffering became flesh and blood to me, I told you the other day, there is no day I ever went to school from Monday to Friday. My family will suffer. I have never, in fact, even if not for the grace of God, I started well in school. In fact, I, my, I, I think I went to GSS1 from primary four, thereabout, even in the public school. I got double promotion in the public school, then they gave me to GSS. They said, oh, this boy is too brilliant, he cannot be with the mate, I think primary five. So after they gave me double promotion from primary five, they said, do common entrance. And I passed among the top in my school. The devil also saw it. I was wearing, those of you who are older generation will know what I'm saying, that even we were living in a public house, my father was buying butter for me. Butter was the Nigerian-made top-class shoe. I was wearing butter with white stocking to St. Owens Gamma School in CMS Barriga. Top. And the devil saw what I was carrying. So when my parents had to separate it, and my mother had to take care of six children, I had to grow up from GSS 3 all right. Of course, I had to repeat one class because they could not accept me where I was in the new school. Then, life changed for me. You see, poverty has a way of making bright people dull. Because now, no lesson teacher anymore. No extra class anymore. Instead of thinking about book, I had to think about creative way to survive. Times I had to carry my sister and stand at the Kenja bus stop and behave as if I was a blind man. Begging with my eyes closed. What if they discovered that I was not blind? What if they had discovered that I was not a blind man after all? Maybe my life would not have changed. But God showed me mercy. You see, the devil also came after my life. But I remember one time, as I met the Lord Jesus, and I gave my life to Christ, I began to give God a place in my life, which some of you need to do. You have been fighting this battle with mouth and flesh and blood. The only missing link is the God factor. Terah could have reached the promised land, but if you check between Abraham and Terah, one thing that was missing was there was no God mentioned in the life of Terah. Go and check. That was why he could not reach that Canaan land. He was there struggling more. If I can only read more. If, I'm not saying those things are not good. But there are some battles that also you understand English. 
You won't understand what I'm saying. There are battles in life that does not understand that don't have respect for who your father or your mother is. The aim is just to destroy you. And you, you are still there speaking good English. Just submitting CV all around the place. Not knowing that this thing is not normal. There are sometimes you have to take an inventory of, you know, inventory of what has been going on. Look at how I read from now or down that something strange was happening. And you are taking this Buari. Now Buari has gone as your level changed. Then you now change. I pray for you that God will stir up a holy hunger in you. That will cause you to separate yourself and seek him in this meeting. In the name of Jesus. As I began to realize that this thing, you know, one day I stood and I began to check my father's family and my mother's family. And I realized that this problem is not peculiar. It's a common problem. It made me realize, you know, I stopped blaming my father. I stopped blaming my mother because I just realized that they were victims of lack of spiritual sensitivity and um, intimacy with God. I stopped blaming them. And I realized I have to fight this battle on my knees. Oh, yes. It was a battle I had to fight. The time that the thing was getting harder, I walked harder. But later I said, no, I need to pray more. So do you know what happened? When I began to pray more, I was in the church. I began to engage my sweat for God. My finances have not changed. For me to eat every week, I still have to go and clear. After every meeting, a church member knows me. I will be asking, do you have clothes to wash? Do you have gutter to clean? So I became the common servant houseboy in the entire church. Even the girl I wanted to marry, I was eyeing. We feel that, uh, in fact, the, 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 the brothers, if you ever move, it's like poverty will transfer to you like HIV AIDS. It was like I have, my poverty was contagious. Because the day the, the girl just saw my eyes like this, that was the last time she ever moved closer to me. Because we are looking for meat, even biscuit bone, they say I did inside pots. Nobody will ever pray to marry somebody like me at that time. But all of a sudden, that also changed. I'm talking about the spiritual sensitivity. Because I realized all of a sudden, girls began to like me. They were giving me money, giving me clothes, giving me shoes. Me that I was looking for girls and girls were running away from me. Now, they were chasing me. I went to a man of God. I said, something strange is happening in my life. I said, what is it? I said, girls are chasing me. They want to help me. They want to... And he said, it's not you they are chasing. It's your glory they are chasing. He said, God is going to use you. And the devil sees it. I have to go to that point because some of you think that this difficult season in your life is peculiar to you. The devil don't go after useless people. He only go after people that will cause havoc to him. So in this meeting, no wonder Abraham was so addicted to following the voice of God. That was the secret of Abrahamic success. He put away all the other things. When God said, go out, what did he do? And even the partial obedience, he said, God said, go out of your country, from your kindred, from your father's house. He took lots. Even the presence of Lot was causing havoc. Look something. Look at something with me very quickly. Genesis chapter 13. 
I want to show you before we pray. Genesis chapter 13. Verse 14. And the Lord said unto Abraham, after the Lord was separated from... Oh, are you still there? Genesis 13, 14. Did you see it? And the Lord said unto Abraham, after the Lord was what? Was what? Separated from him. Lift up now thy eyes and look from the place where thou art, northward, southward, and eastward, and westward. For all the land which thou seest to thee, I will give it unto thy seed forever. Because why the instruction was go out of your country, from where? Your kindred, and from where? Your father's house. Lot was from his father's house. Partial obedience is the same thing as disobedience. I want you to pray again. Lord, every form of disobedience that is eating the flow of grace into my life, reveal it to me. Reveal it to what? To me. Any form of disobedience that has caused our fork or setback. We prayed it yesterday. I want you to pray it again. Lord, do what? Reveal it to me. Because if Lot was not separated, Abraham would not enter into Canaan. Why? It was to start a new lineage that Lot was not going to be part of. Lift your voice and say, my father, my God. In the name of Jesus. Every form of disobedience that is causing havoc to my life. Causing affliction to my life. In the name of Jesus. In your mercy. Reveal them to me, Lord. Deliver me from them, Lord. Deliver Lord, me from the consequence. From in the name of Jesus. Name somebody of Jesus. fire rise up prayer. Fire rise up prayer. In the name of Jesus. Every form of disobedience that is causing uh, causes in my life. Reveal them to me, Lord. Deliver them from me, Lord. Deliver yes. them, Lord. In the name in of your Jesus. Mercy, Lord. In your mercy, deliver me from them, Lord. In the mighty name of Jesus, yes. deliver me from them, O Lord. Deliver me, O Lord. Deliver me, O Lord. In the mighty name of Jesus, deliver me, O Lord. In the mighty name of Jesus, O Lord, I pray. Deliver me, O Lord. Deliver me, O Lord. In Jesus, then we pray. Amen. Now, the next prayer we're going to be praying is grace to receive. What if Abraham had put a lot of things in, into consideration? Economic analysis, forex, and said, ah, no. Lord, you know why can't it be next year? But he moved out with haste. I want you to know something that God has chosen the foolish things of this world to confound the wise. As the servant of God will come, I will not be surprised if he gives what apparently looks like a foolish instruction. Because God does not make sense. He always makes faith. His ways are not our ways. And his thoughts are not at all. If there be hungry person here for God, then be ready that God is going to reveal things to you and minister to you. What I'm about to share with you is something that is... Um, Practical, you can still verify what I'm about to say. We used to be at the other side, where you have the MTM mast. That place is called number 15, Adamo Kabia Ustre. 
after service go into that compound, just stay into the compound, you will see that there's an uncompleted foundation there. It's a German floor. There's no foundation you call it. Foundation. I will tell you the story. So we were at Shoretire before we moved there. And shortly after we moved there, there's a, there's a principality tenant there who had been there for a long time. And they began to say we were disturbing the community. During that period, when we came here, all of a sudden things turned around and we were really struggling financially. In fact, to even pay for a, a fridge of 150,000 naira, we could not pay. But I knew the Lord sent me here. I knew the Lord called me here. I knew I didn't hear wrong. So we were, we started the foundation of the church. We rented the three bedroom bungalow that is on the left wing and we started the foundation of the church we could not even do ceiling not talk less of finishing the roofing no we finished the roofing but no ceiling so it was still half block half wood but we were praying every night then somehow somebody went to go and tell the landlord of the place that these people are going to take over this property that they are troublemakers that they have moved from Shuretire or whatever to this place so the landlord of that place became enraged and went all out against us. The landlord said somewhere at Barriga. I remember when we began to go and beg the man. About two occasions, my wife was on her knees before this man. And I I prostrated flat, begging him, please don't send us out. We don't do juju. We don't mean arm. The first time he was cautious, we begged, so he would not listen to us. The second time we went, I think it's about the second time I remember, the same thing repeated itself. My wife knelt down with her two legs. I was prostrating on the floor for this man. And he looked at her and said, if you are ready, you will stand up by yourself. As for me, he stood up and went upstairs. Then he, he told the lawyer to write out the two calls to court. Even to get the lawyer, we didn't have the money. I remember the day I went to the Ikeja High Court. I was just begging the lawyer himself. Please, we don't mean any harm. But all of a sudden, I remember something. Those who know how to don't know how to pray are the ones that are being ridiculed by men. So I changed. I took the matter to God. You see, whenever you engage God, one of the things you may see sometimes that instead of the things getting better, it may look as though it has gotten worse. Is the devil trying to test your faith? When we began to pray, we didn't even have the money. The man got the engineer. That was the history of that foundation. They did the foundation of that building from east part to the part just to block the entire compound so that people will not come into the church again. He quickly did the foundation. But we were praying. Then, one of those days, after we prayed, I think I went to Ghana I was crying. I wanted to go and see Bishop Dag. I was not even able to. But I knew what to do. I told my wife, we withdrew all the money in our account. We changed it to dollars. We were in Ghana. 
as I was in Ghana, we were crying. I said, Lord, give me my sent word in this meeting. It was a pastor's conference. It was not a church conference. It was what? A pastor's conference. Bishop Dagi, what means we'll not talk about house rent or house challenge in the pastor's conference. But each night, like I told you to pray with Psalm 105 and 17 yesterday, each night we were praying diligently, Lord, this conference, they want, it was Tuesday to Friday, nothing for me, nothing for me. But by the Thursday, I remember I even tried to go and see Bishop Dag. I was not able to see Bishop Dag then. You are welcome, man of God. Please put your hand together for a man of God. By the Thursday evening, I knew that by the time we come, they have already done that foundation. Nowhere to get a place for the church anymore. If the Lord does not help us in this case, nowhere. As Bishop Dag was rounding up on the Thursday or Friday, he just said one word, my own word came. Because he said, I know why I left Nigeria to Ghana to meet him. He's my spiritual father. He said, whatever problem you came here with that have made you cry, as you are going back, you will see that problem no more. Oh my good God. I don't care. He said, those of you who are too gentle, I must have leapfrogged like a real frog. Job, I said, that is for me. I was crying and mopping like a baby. I didn't come for Nigeria to look well. I came to that place because I know I had it. I did not even come for anything. It was church problem. We came back to this land and I told the person, I said, no, God has given me my word. I held on to that one word. Whatever. He didn't mention my name, but I know that that was the word for me. Whatever problem you came here with, you are not going back with it. And I'm saying the same thing. I told you that when a, a testimony is shared, what should you do? The testimony of Jesus is the spirit of what? Prophecy. is prophesying to you. I came back. We were there. I said, let us go. Then we came here. Year was not for rent. Year was not for lease. There were people here. There, there was a man here who had reserved this place for school. He went to do school here. When I saw the place, I said, let's go and meet the landlord. We eventually got the address of the landlord. The man stayed at Jibo. When the, my boss saw me, he said one word. He said, Pastor, you have come for the property. I said, yes. He said, yesterday I was in a sleep. Then the Lord appeared to me in a dream. That a man of God is coming to ask for your property. Release it to him. He released it with ease. We did not, I can't, we did not even pay when we moved here. He released it with ease. Is why because heaven had gone ahead, heaven had gone ahead. But you see, I came and I grabbed my own words. Stand to your feet. You are going to pray Psalm 105, verse 17. He said, Oh, he said, Joseph was a servant. Everybody, open your Psalm 105, verse 17. Let's use it to quickly pray before we welcome the choir. Psalm 105, verse 17. Psalm 105, verse 17. Everybody, quickly open there. He said, Then he sent someone. Let me read it to in, in New King, King James. He said, He sent a man before them, even Joseph, who was sold for his servant. Verse 18. Whose feet they earth with fetters. It was laid in iron. Verse 19. Until the time that his word 
came. The word of the Lord tried him. Verse 20. The king sent and loosed him. The fetters was broken. The king sent and loosed him. Everything that held his destiny captive in prison was losing because he sent what Amen. Amen. Sit down for now. Thank you, man of God. Thank you so, so much. I was blessed by that word, that your testimony. No matter how strong a man is, and God remembers to use that man to favor you, God will appear to that man. If the Lord has not appeared to that man, forget it. Because God appeared to him and gave him strict instruction. And in such cases, God only appeared to men who are strong. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Thank you so much. Thank you. I'm, I'm blessed with that testimony. I'm glad with that testimony. That's why I tell people, when you come to a meeting like this, get yourself prepared before you come. One word from the altar, one word from the mouth of the servant of God, one word from the choir, one word during intercessory prayers, we say to you, Amata. What can someone say? One word. One word. One word that will be released will just settle everything about you. Glory to God. Turn left to right, tell your neighbor, welcome to church. Jump your hands, let's celebrate God's servant this morning. Amen. Let's celebrate the first lady of the house. Let's celebrate our mother. Go ahead and celebrate the first lady. Are you clapping your hands? Are you clapping your legs? Amen. Now celebrate yourself. Mark chapter 4. Book of Mark chapter 4. 21 and 22. Mark chapter 4, 21 and 22. I want a sister to read that scripture for us. A sister, read that scripture for us. Do you have a sister in the house? God bless you, man. And Jesus, then Jesus asked them, Will anyone light a lamp and then put it under a basket or under a bed? To shut out the light. To shut out the light. Of course not. Of course not. A lamp is placed on the stand. A lamp is placed on the stand. Where its light will shine. Where its light will shine. Everything that is now hidden. Everything that is now hidden. Or secret. Or secret. Will eventually be brought to light. Will eventually be brought to light. 
Thank you. Amen. Father, help us this morning. Let that which you told me early this morning, may you do that. Manifest your ability. Manifest your power. In the name of Jesus Christ. I don't like your MM. I don't like your MM. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. I want to talk this morning on what I titled Attacking Mysteries with a Mystery. Attacking Mysteries with a Mystery. Follow me gradually. I will not be shouting. I will be give, talking, giving you the points, and God will be speaking to everybody. Praise God. A lot of people work so hard, work themselves out. At the end of the day, at the end of the year, they come home with nothing. Sir, we are living in a mysterious world. Welcome, man. We are living in a mysterious world. And for one to succeed in this mysterious world where we are, for one to become useful, valuable, resourceful, you must learn to operate in the supernatural. You must learn to operate in the supernatural. We are living in a world where wickedness travel, where wickedness prevail, where wickedness is the order of the day. Wickedness in business. Wickedness in, in all water of life. For you to succeed and prevail and get established in all ramifications of life, you must be forced by some certain people that you must belong to a cartel. Am I talking to somebody here? Yes, sir. If you want to venture into a business, they will ask you, you must belong to a cartel. You must belong to this, belong to this. No matter the amount of money you use to start a business, if you don't belong to that cartel, they will walk you out of that business. Your money will go. Am I talking to somebody here? Yes, the resources you start business with, you, you can't even give account of your money. It is happening on every sector. Making a lot of people to look frustrated. Making a lot of people to look, to look weak. Making a lot of people to, 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 to be planning suicide. But I came this morning to announce to somebody. And that is sound of my voice. I don't know the mystery that surrounded your life. As I hear you are amen. That mystery shall be demystified. Amen. 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 Ladies and gentlemen, somebody might ask me a question: what is a mystery? 
Let me quickly bring it down. A mystery is issues that are clothed with darkness. Issues that are clothed with darkness. A mystery is something that baffles human imaginations. The more you look, the less you see. A mystery is enigma and unsolvable puzzles. Why am I why am I going through this hardship despite my faithfulness in the church? Despite my commitment to the church, there is a mystery fighting your life. Why is everybody dying in the midday of their lives in my family? There is a mystery fighting your life. A situation where whenever money enters your hand, no other money comes until the money your hand finishes. Am I talking to somebody here? There is a mystery flogging your family, flogging your life. A situation where somebody gets married. You did not make sister gets married. You did not mess around. You kept all the laws and others of the Bible. You, are, you got married. You are battling with the issue of conception. First year, second year, third year, fourth year, and so on. You have no child. There is a mystery. A situation where whenever you start a project, you start a thing, you can't finish that particular thing you started. That is a mystery. A situation where you are, you are born again, spiritual, tongue-talking. Very beautiful sister. Nobody has ever asked you, are you for sale, are you for hire, or are you for lease? That's a mystery hitting your life. In a family where whoever that rises today, whenever the family is about to celebrate, praise God, God has raised somebody for us. That person will go down and will not rise again. That's a mystery. It's not where, where, you, where, you, where you do good to people, they will pay you with a bad coin. Church, am I talking to somebody here? That's a mystery hitting your life. I stand here this morning partnering with the Holy Ghost and I said to somebody 95 of you under the sound of my voice may that mystery be demystified may that mystery be demystified may that mystery be demystified can I hear you ever loud sit down Establish four, four, five points before I go. Number one, sir, behind what is not working, there is a mystery. Behind what is not working in your life, in your business, in your job, in your career, in your vocation, in your relationship, there is a mystery. What others do at ease, your own will be a struggle.
as do at ease, you are all will be done as struggle, as struggle. And even with that much struggle, you can't even achieve it. Sir, there is a mystery. I was speaking at him in the east. I hear Zumbise during their August meeting sometime. I spoke to a woman. Mama, I see you crying because your daughters are not getting married. She cried the more. He said that she has five daughters. The first daughter, Sister Lizzie, was 46 years old. Nobody has ever come for her. The second one, 40, 44. The other one, 42. In that order, five of them, sir, no marriage. Whenever there is a marriage ceremony in their compound, when she goes home, they will be mocking her. You are eating other people's own. When will you come and eat your children's own? Some lives and families are like that. Some people, under the same problems, you are cases are like that. But God sent me to tell you, in this service, your story changes for better. Sir, I said to the woman, Paul says the Lord that enigma covering your daughters are broken. Amen. The first daughter was working with Chachangi office. There was an airline called Chachangi airline. A plane called Chachangi. She he was working in their office at here in Lagos. Before you know what happens, I said, Mama, God says to tell you he has come to clear your tears. Your daughters will get married. The woman fell on that power and was running, shouting, crying. She said, man of God, do you know that it remains small for me not, for, not to come for this August meeting. That each time I come, any activity where fellow women gather, I'll become the talk of the town. The daughter said, since husbands are not forthcoming, let us they started, they gave themselves into education. This one, master degree. This one, master degree. This one, PGD. All of them were all well read. But no marriage. Spirit filled, tongue talking. No husband. Nobody has ever asked them, are you for sale? Are you for hire? Or are you for lease? After the August meeting, I want her to leave. The woman cornered me one side. I said, Pastor, please, I don't want you to go. Step your foot in my house. I enter her house. She make yam for us. I ate the yam. When we are going, she gave me offering. I said, Talk, says the Lord. In three months, there shall be a canopy here. I left. So two months. The daughter working in Lagos came back to see mama. Mama was selling perishable fruit in the east 
in her body. That's a maker we call Ayohono. She was selling perishable fruit, orange, purple, all these things under the sun, no shelter. Sister Lizzie came down to see the mother as with a handsome young man. By all indications, Sister Lizzie signaled that boy. That boy should be calling Sister Lizzie auntie. He said, Mama, I come to present to you the young man that wants to marry me. He said, No, I will not say anything. Let us go and meet Ambassador Wisdom. They came to my house. That day was on a Saturday. When they got to my house, I looked at the young man. Look at Sister Lizzie. I will look and look. I said, Ma, help my wife to get something in the kitchen. I asked the young man, Oh boy, are you serious? He said, Yes, I'm very serious. Tell me the truth. Are you serious? He said, Yes, sir. I will look at the boy. Look at the girl. Look at the boy. Look at. By right, the sister Sinoram. Oh boy, he said, yes sir. Knit down. I put my hand on them. I blessed them there. Mama came in. Mama I said, hey, my three people are wicked. They said and they didn't say. They say and they say. Mama, there must be a traditional marriage. God said, three months. Mama said, I want everything to be done in the city. I don't want it to be done in the village because people are wicked. Beloved, traditional marriage done and dusted, church wedding, two weeks to the wedding. She called me. He said to me, I told her every step, let me know your, move, your moves. Two weeks to the wedding. She said to me, Pastor, we are preparing. I said to her, Who is your chief breastmate? Who is your chief? He said, my colleague in the office. I said, you are wrong. Give me your colleague's number. Pastor, so welcome. Give me your colleague's number. I called the lady. I said to her, I introduced myself to her. I said to her, your friend is getting married. She said, yes. You are the chief breastmate. She said, yes. I said, I want to change the order. The younger sister will be her chief breastmate. You will be at the back of the younger sister. He said, with all pleasure, sir. On the day of the wedding, the younger sister was behind. I was on the high table during the reception. You know, when you pray and God answers, he makes, he's guarding the heart. Pastor, nothing encourages a man like prayer answered. When your people are giving testimonies, it makes you to know that God is here hear your voice. I was on the high table. It was not even time for refreshment. I opened wine because I was so excited. Started drinking wine. Opened the 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 champagne wine. There, started drinking. When they were marching in, couples were rolling in. The younger sister was behind her dancing. Warrior man that came for the wedding. He lives in Spain. So, so Mary behind Lizzie, and that young man lost control and said to the friend, Something in me is telling me that that girl behind her is my wife. 
He said to her, be quiet. Do you know her? Now show you the do. You don't need to know her for you to marry her. You don't need to know her for God to direct you. Am I talking to somebody here? Yes, sir. He said, let me go approach her. She stood from her chair. He stood from his chair and moved to the lady with the money. I said, excuse me, get up. Sorry, sir. I want to see you outside. I want to see you outside. He was spending money. Please, let's talk outside. Let's talk outside. No, 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 no. Any mystery that covered your life as I hear your amen, let them be broken. Let them be broken. Let them be broken. Let them be broken. Can I hear your amen loud? Sit down. He went outside, talked with him, talked with her. He returned back. He said to him, please, I came from Spain. To live after long story made short, please, I want to marry you. They talk at length. The sister, sister Mary got back to me on my table. I said, daddy, I said, yes, that man there. And what is it? He said, I want to marry me. Then what did you say? I said, I want to marry here. You are 44. Come on, say yes. At 44, a man comes to you and says, let me pray. What are you going to pray for? He said, how do I meet him now? How do I talk to him now? I said, see what you do. Carry bottle of water. Go and keep, keep, keep on the table for him. Tell him, I have, I have accepted Attacking mistress. She got married. The day of her church wedding, I said to her, carry your younger sister, put behind. That one got married. The day of the wedding, I said, carry your younger sister, put behind. Within six months, five of them got married. Only you can do. What no man can do, Jehovah. This is how five of them got married. With this six months. Hold on. Mama has been abroad. Mama has been abroad for the past 10 years. Mama has been abroad for the past 10 years. He said to me. Uh, pastor, tell your sister to release me. Let me call some mama. What are you coming to do? Everybody, everybody's running away. You are coming back. Oh, mama, you want to come back to Nigeria so that when I come to America, you will not give me offering again. Because each time I see her in America, she gives me money. She will be babysitter for people in America, making so much money. That's why I said, behind what is not working, there is what? A mystery. In your business, in your relationships, in your career, in your family, behind what they said is not working, there is a mystery. A sister got graduated from institution, the University of Nigeria and Soka. Make good results. 
She read zoology. Ladies and gentlemen, her certificate was with her. She had never worked with her certificate. Nobody knew that her certificate was bewitched by the younger sister. The same mother, the same father, who was angry with her. Took her certificate and knocked it up in the coven. Anywhere this sister went for interview, she would do well, but they would not call her. She resorted, he said, instead of me to be idle, she started frying, selling popcorn. Two one material selling popcorn. One day we are coming from a program. We pull over, I said, let me buy popcorn for my kids. She was selling popcorn, big popcorn to me. As she was handing it over, God spoke to me. I said to her, who is Anita? He said, Anita is my younger sister. I said, what is she? She said, Anita is wicked. I have not seen her before. He said, what is it? What issue do you have with Anita? He said, it's my younger sister. Anita is the reason why you're not working with a certificate. See me in my office. This is where I am. When I mess up my name, she shouted. He said, your name is a household name in Abba. But I don't know you. Whatever. I said, meet me on Tuesday. Come with Anita. She came with Anita. Conductor Divers on Anita. Anita confessed what she did on the sister. Because the quarrel over a man. And the man didn't marry the sister. The man didn't marry Anita. Anita took the sister's certificate and locked in the coven. Am I, am I talking to somebody here? You keep struggling and running around. What is happening to me? Friend, there is a mystery behind what you are going through. When people make promises to you, they don't fulfill it. There is something behind it. When good suitors come, they don't stay. There is a mystery. When money enters your hand, no other money comes until the money you have your hand finishes. That's a mystery. Number two. Satan cannot keep a secret for a long time. Satan can never keep a secret for a long time. The Bible says you are a light set on a hill that cannot be hidden. He can't keep a secret for a long time. He hid it from your father, hid it from your mother, hid it from your siblings. He cannot hide it anymore from you. He can't hide it anymore from you. the years you've been thinking, crying, lamenting. Lord, show me what is happening in my family. Anybody that rises today will fall tomorrow. Nobody has good marriage. You hardly say, thank God, God has raised a man for us. When you're about to celebrate, that person is already on the floor. Things walking up and upside down. Zigzag. 
People you are better off on every side have become your counselors. There's a secret Satan has hid. There is something Satan has covered. The Bible says, who is blind but my servant? Who is deaf like my servant? They have ear, but they don't hear. They have eyes, but they see not. Your father told you a story that your father told him. Yet it has no success. Your mother, mother told you a story that the mother told her. Yet there's no progress in the family. It is societal for you to allow what brought your parents down to bring you down. It is an error for you to allow the mistakes of your parents to overrule your destiny. Church, am I talking to somebody here? It is error. It is error. Never you allow your enemies to meet you where they left you. Never. Never. If they meet you where they left you, it's an indication that you're not doing well. Never. You allow that man, allow that woman, allow that boy to meet you where he left you. Are, are you still here? Yes. If you're here, say amen. amen. Never. I love those guys outside. Never, never. Never. Prophecies are hanging over your heads. But there's no fulfillment. No, they are not finding expression. That's why you people keep jumping from, from one church to church. Relative daughters are no more in the shrine. They are wearing silk suits in the church. Ladies and gentlemen, when God gave me this message early this morning, I said, Wow. If I go home next week, I'm going to preach this message in my church. Can a lamb be brought and put under a bushel and not to be kept on the candlestick? For everything that is hidden shall be revealed. For everything, anything that is hidden. The Bible speaking in the book of Zephaniah, chapter 3. Zephaniah chapter 3. If you look at verse 18, 19, 20, Bible said there. At that time, I will undo all that afflicts you. To whom the burden of it is a burden. At that time, and that time is now. Wow. 
has the devil hid concerning your family? What has he covered concerning the prosperity and the glory of the family? Every glory about the family has been covered. Every good thing about the family has been covered. The family is running like a sickle, running in a, like a ringworm. Today, you will smile home today. I said, you will smile home today. I said, you will smile home today. Number three. Number three. God we serve is a specialist in revealing mysteries. I love this. Sir, God we serve is a specialist in revealing mysteries. He revealed mysteries to Moses. Moses saw a burning bush. God used the burning bush to call Moses. He saw the burning bush. The bush burnt, but the bush were on fire, but the leaves were not burnt. God revealed mysteries to Joseph. Seven years of famine, seven years of plenty. His story changed. God revealed mysteries to Daniel. God revealed mysteries to Peter. Who do men say I am? Peter said, You are the Christ, the Son of the Living God. He said, P, flesh and blood cannot reveal this unto you. Upon you, I shall be my rock. I shall be, upon you, I shall be my church. He revealed mysteries to Paul. God revealed mysteries to Jesus Christ. And God is still in the business of revealing mysteries. Sir, mystery revealed is mystery conquered. Mystery revealed is mystery conquered. All of a sudden, nothing is working in your family. Things are not working in your business. Everything is shattered. You go to God in what I call prayer of inquiry. Lord, show me why things are not working. Lord, show me why things are the way they are. Lord, show me why things are this and this and that. Before you know it, God will speak to you. Sir, the God we serve speaks. The God we serve talks. The God we serve sees. Am I speaking to somebody here? He's a specialist in revealing mysteries. Whenever a mystery is revealed, that mystery loses its potency. Whenever a mystery reveals, that mystery becomes weak. Samson revealed the mystery of his strength 
to his enemy. There are mysteries about your life. You are sources you will not let out. Sir, there are things God tell, will tell you or has told you as a man of God that thing will be your backbone. As a businessman, there are things God will tell you that will be your backbone. When the storm comes, you say, Lord, such so, so, so time you told me this. You have something to fall back on. Praise God. You read this chart for me, this one. Amen. Cooking today and tomorrow for two orders. Though it's not easy for me, but I thank God that what we prayed for since you left, God has been giving jobs every week. Not small ones, like this weekend for coolers of rice, etc. Same next week, I thank God oh, a sister is in need. Oh, come help. This is my sister I met in, 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 I met in the U.S. two weeks ago. She cooks food, but nobody comes to her. Nobody enters. She does not have order. Nobody books order for her. When she heard that I was in America, she came, called me and said, Brother, I said, don't panic. I said, I will come to you people next week before I will come and see you. He said, I don't want that. Yes, she spoke evil for me. I will not have a drum and I will beat in my stomach. Come over. I said to her, let me finish my conference. I will come. He said, send me the link when you do the conference. I said, I the link. Before I know it, as I preach, Philip preaching, coming out from the, from the conference in New York, look at my sister waiting for me at the door. He said, Obara, Obara, Nemegi. She said to me, are you mad? I said, hey, you will not carry this grace and your sister will be suffering in America. <laughs> Today, I'll be a PA. Now, me are you? Sir, she followed me. I finished the conference. When I'm done, I said, let's go to her house. She, we sat down, telling me stories. She was crying. He said, I can't pay my bills. I can't do anything. For long, nobody has ever asked me to cook a cup of rice for him or her, or to fry a to do a business with her, with him or her. Who has it? Is that all? Enter the house, go and give me food to eat and give me something to drink. This, this is the only thing with you. When I'm talking something serious, you don't give attention. Who said me? I'm talking something serious. 
Give me first. Elijah said to the woman, give me first. She served me food. I ate. She gave me orange juice. I drank. I said to her, when I sit down, when I lie down, he said, oh, madam, leave me. Leave me. Tell her neighbor, leave me. She didn't know that I was what I wanted to hear God. Pastor, member, evangelist, don't allow any member to man present on you to say when God had not said. Hear him well before you speak. No matter the pressure. When Baba God spoke to me, I woke up. I said to her, kneel down. Sister, every day shall be a business deal. Every day. Every day shall be. You will be busy. 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 She said, Amen. She said, Amen. She said, Amen. The next day, I left for Baltimore. Coming back the three days time to see her. Beloved, she said to me, are you a spirit? I said, what happened? I have gotten five orders. This one, 7,000. This one, 6,000. This one, 10,000. This one, 12,000. She said, Mirabe said, yes, I did. He said, I am tired though. Since you left, orders everywhere. Since you left, orders everywhere. I speak to somebody today. From today, may God bless you. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Sit down. She said to me yesterday, within one week, I have made money I have never made in my life for the 12 years I have been in America. For one week. God is a specialist in revealing mysteries. Am I speaking to somebody here? God is a specialist in revealing mysteries. I will tell you something yesterday. What got me angry? I wrote a, a something on the Facebook. I said, being a black, is he a cause? I was having a conference in America. I preached. Other speakers have preached. I came, I preached. Everywhere scattered. The limbs started walking. Miracles everywhere. I said, Father, thank you. I returned back and that shift. And that seemed to preach. The, 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 the media crew, the cameraman, refused to record me. Refused to record me. Give me my pictures. No picture. Give me the... What's the problem? He said, since you came, everybody, ambassador of wisdom, ambassador of wisdom, a black. I hate black. What did I do now? 
What did I do? Since you preach the first lot, returning back, everybody is fond of you. It's not my fault now. It's not my fault. Let me ask God to bless me, to give me grace. You want to walk? Get up and walk. Pick it. You want to walk? Get up and walk. How long? Get up and walk. It was happening like a magic. The boy, the cameraman got angry with me. When after the meeting, I, the, the, my host got very angry. He got angry. He said to the guy, gather all of them, said, I will not pursue you out of my church because church is not my own. But from today, I suspend you. You will never walk in this church again as a worker. You are evil. Some people say, sue him. He said, I will not sue him for calling me, for saying that um, um, I hate blacks. He's not the owner of the church. If I sue him, I'm suing the church. What did I do? He said, a black, a Kenyan, killed the father. Since then, he hates blacks. Let me kill your father. I know you. I resemble him. I wrote something on my Facebook wall. My timeline. Being black is not a cause. I'm a black, it's not a cause. I wrote it. Sir, God is still in the business of revealing deep mysteries. Yes, When a mystery is revealed to you, if you follow it well, if you don't know what to do, you pray. If you don't know what to how to pray, you go, you give a, a sacrifice. If you don't know what to do, you sow a seed, give a painful sacrifice. That mystery must be certainly demystified. God will serve. Praise God. Church, praise God. It's a specialist in revealing mysteries. Number what? Number four. Revelation is a key to every mystery. Revelation is a key to every mystery. No matter where life has packed you, one striking revelation, PM, knocks that thing off. No matter where life has packed you, no matter where life has packed you, sir, it's Joseph was. At the, at the peak of destruction, it was revelation and knowledge that pulled him from the prison to the palace. Am I talking to somebody here? That pulled him from prison to where? To palace. Revelation. Revelation of God, the knowledge of God you receive will carry your business from the pit 
to the pinnacle of success. What revelation! That's what defined the life of Daniel. What revelation? He said, O king, I will not define myself with the king's meat. Revelation is the key. Lord, give me ideas how to do new business. I don't understand. God will just give you one particular divine idea. The same business you are, others are doing, you are there. But your own is, is commanding attention. Idea. There are some barber saloon that bab men's hair that collect 300. Am I right? That collect 500. Am I right? But there are places you enter to buy, you pay 5,000. Idea. Like some of these hairs. Somebody will make your hair like this. I collect two five from you. Some collect three thousand, four thousand. But there is a place you enter to make this hair, they'll collect twenty thousand from you. Idea. I went to buy my hair in America. I sat down on the seat. The guy filled by me. I said, How much guy? He said $52. He went, I was angry. <laughs> so what? Yeah, that's the price. Angrily, I paid for bobbing my hair and didn't get what I wanted. I paid $52. I said, I will not bob again. <laughs> Six days, I went back to bob again. $52. Because I bought every six days. You can go in somewhere, even here in Lagos. A bookie will bob your hair. You give him huh? 200. But you can enter somewhere, they'll bob you and say, It's 2,000. Am I right? It's 2,000. I did. Revelation. I pray for everybody here. As I hear you, I am loud. May God give you revelation that will change your world. Amen. Revelation that will change your church. Amen. Revelation that will change your business. Amen. Can I hear you? I am loud. Amen. Show something book of Zephaniah. Zephaniah chapter 3. Chapter 3. Somebody let me take you from 18 to 20. Anybody? Zephaniah 18. Zephaniah chapter 3, 18. I will gather you who mourn 
for the appointed festival, you will be disgraced no more. And I will deal severely with all who have oppressed you. I will serve the weak and the helpless ones. I will bring together those who we are chased away. I will give glory and fame to my former exiles. Wherever they have been mocked and shamed. On that day, I will gather you together, which is today. And bring you home again. I will give you a good name. A name of distinction. Among other nations of the earth. As I restore your fortunes before their very eyes, I, the Lord, have spoken. When God was speaking to me this morning concerning this, my body was shaking. Number five, you tackle mysteries with a mystery. Number five. You tackle mysteries with a mystery. By the grace of God, I'm married. By the grace of God, I have four children. When I got married, I got married 2005. I told my wife, I, don't, I only want to have one baby. And that baby is a baby girl. I want to have only one baby girl. And her name shall be called Daniela. After that, I'm done. I had a baby. Name her Daniela. I said, I'm done. Battles came from help from everywhere. Anywhere go to people, they say you have used your wife's womb to make power. I say, what did I do now? Me, we carry children the home of my body. It's a choice I decided to make. They just started ringing bell in Assembly Sogo Church. You know what church? They started ringing bell. I told my wife, as you see me, I did very, very fruitful. I go give you, I go give them to you. Oh boy, trust of Troya. Back, 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 back. Bim! And the baby girl came. Back, 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 back. She got pregnant the third time. I said, Ega Mugidem. You have children. Sir, eight months, a week to eight months of her pregnancy, third child, they said it's a baby girl. I was in Malaysia for a crusade. She told me that the scan said it's a baby girl. I said, praise God. 
That's we we having three baby girls. I said, praise God. I ran to God. A Grace Assembly Church, PJ, Malaysia. Pastor Henry Ramaya was my host. I knelt down on the church altar. I said, Father, thank you for giving me the first one. I repent for the mistakes I made by telling you I only have one. I only wanted one. Thank you for the second one, baby girl, Sierra. Thank you for this one in the womb. Oh, Lord, I'm grateful for this baby. But, Lord, combined service go day good. Change the size for me. Not for your sake, for my sake. Let this one be a baby boy to balance the equation. Please, Lord. I pray that prayer at Malaysia. Grace Assembly Church. Grace Assembly. PJ Malaysia. Pastor Harry Ramaya. I return back. I was praying again, Lord, change the sense of this baby. Before I know it, God said to his son, wisdom gives me a sacrifice. I carry 200,000 naira, 2010. Ran to my father in the law, Dr. Bosso Jinto. Papa, where are you? He said, I'm in the office. As I'm coming. I gave him the seat. Papa, please. This is a battle seat. I'm attacking misery with a misery. The baby my wife is carrying, they say it's a baby girl. I want the baby, sense of the baby to change. God says, I should give him a sacrifice. I have done one at Malaysia. This is this one. He said, okay. He prayed. I was praying again. God said, give me a sacrifice. I have given in Malaysia. I have given the other day. The voice didn't talk to me again. I got worried. I carried my car. Mercedes Flatboot 230E. Flatboot 230. That's what I was using then. I carried a car. I saw. On the altar. I was sleeping. That day was on a Friday. I was sleeping different. I was, I was having a vigil in the evening. I saw where my wife, a hand, gave me a baby boy to give to my wife. I got the baby boy, handed over to my wife. I woke up. I said to my wife, the deed is done. He said, what is it? The sex has been changed. And uh, God said to me that you are going to deliver today. He said that she still has two weeks ahead 
I said, Ibuchi, God said today. He said, okay. I was going out for all night. She walked me to the gate. I said, and when the level starts, call them, let them come and pick you. Around 12 midnight, I was preaching in that all night. My driver said that, gave me a sign that she has called. As people should rush. As they were going, they saw her driving by herself. There's a hospital called in the Enaba Prince, um, Prince and Princess Hospital, a local hospital. She was driving to that place. When she entered, the, the nurses there said to her, Ah, Muye Pastor, you just Pastor, you just came, you just came for attendental in the afternoon. What are you coming? What do you come here? It's not your time now. You still have two weeks. He said, my husband said that God said I should go and deliver. My husband said that God said I should go and deliver. Do you hear that? They said, this is your husband self. Come make we check you. They were so reluctant. Before they know it, Kai, the baby was almost out. Around 1 a.m., I was still preaching. These boys bounced back to the church and shouted, started shouting that the baby has, has arrived, the baby boy. When you look at him, she resembles a girl. But God had to use chisel and spanner. I remove some bows and some nuts. When you look at him, tackling mysteries with a mystery. There are levels you're supposed to be. You're supposed to be. You're supposed to be. There's a, a seat of a higher seat of honor. You're supposed to be by now. But something that is pushing you is what you cannot understand. We are talking yesterday, Pastor Rose, in the hotel. Concerning somebody, a politician. He made a statement that the, the person had paid, paid the sacrifice. Right? You paid the sacrifice. Sir! Sacrifice works. Sir! Sacrifice was for believers and what for unbelievers. Sir, sacrifice is a language of the spirit. Sir, ma, sacrifice promotes a destiny like no man business. Forget about what some people are writing on the social media. Forget them. Sacrifice works. See sowing works. Tight is a command.
the people that understood the mystery of sacrifice in attacking mysteries are the unbelievers. White government churches. They understood it. Have you seen somebody in the white government church? They joke not with sacrifice. But on the wrong note. Everything they do. <laughs> no native daughter function effectively without shedding blood. It is sacrifice that changed my life. I'm not bragging. Let me say something. I'm not bragging. In my little age, at my little level in the ministry, I have traveled to 67 countries. I'm not a businessman. I preach. Sacrifice opened the door. Can someone say sacrifice? sacrifice? It opened the door. Family where I come from. I am not the firstborn. I'm not the second. I'm not the third. I'm not the fourth. I'm not the fifth. I'm not the sixth. I'm not the seventh. I'm not the eighth. I'm not the ninth. The same mama, the same papa. My elder brothers are multi-millionaires. In Naira and in Dollar. Because of the gospel, I was sent out of the house. I was living in an uncompleted church, Christ Ascension Church, 1984 Foundation Constitution. Number 9B, Ahonanya Avenue, at the back of Star Pamel, Star, back of Star Pamel Company. I was living in, the, I lived in that place for eight good years, wearing one trouser, wearing one shoe, and one shirt. I wore that shoe, that shoe said, Lord, this boy is wicked. When you wear one shoe, the shoe, your face go up like this. Wearing one pancadi shirt and one gabardine trouser. That's more of the material, gabardine. Yet, I was faithful to God. And one, I was saving money to pay house rent. 5,700 5, naira to pay house rent. Is there anybody here that knows that, know, that lives in Abao that know about anybody from nobody? So, no, no, uh, 
I'll be, I'll not be, I will not be calling names of the streets. I was to pay house rent, one room. Face me, I face you. I save money to pay. Papa Omokwa came for Scripture Union February Convention. She does with them. He does with them every year. As Papa Omokwa was preaching, he said, there is an evangelist you are outside at overflow, sitting on top of the block. That's where you are sitting on. God said, the only money you have is 5,000 naira. Bring it and drop on this altar. Your help have come. When he was talking, I knew that message was for me. I kept quiet. Because I knew what it took me to save that money. House rent. Where I was at the overflow, people started coming in hundreds. He said, that person has not come. He started singing a song. Where I was sitting down, power knocked me down. I fell on the floor. I stood up, glitz and sand. Fell the second one, stood up, glitz and sand. I didn't know when I joined the crowd. I came to the altar. Bring it tomorrow. I return back. Where I hid the money when I got to the Christ Church where I was living, I opened the block, opened the sand. Where I type, I counted the money. It was 5,700 naira. That day was on a Saturday evening. I was to give the money on Monday morning so that I will leave church house, premises, church compound. And go back to where at least to see a place of my own. I didn't sleep that night. I started thinking, what will I do? What will I do? One man said to me, shed this money into two. Bible said, God is not mocked. Whatever a man sows is what he will reap. I shed the money into two. On, mon on Sunday morning, Sunday evening, put one two five this way, put two five the other way. Carry the seven hundred naira top, keep them under under the same block. I went to church. The money I tied, put inside what envelope. They called, come to the altar with that money of yesterday. I joined them. I came, lifted the envelope. Everybody lifted their hands. They prayed. I said, drop. Every other person dropped their own. When I dropped my own, I fell down. Engineer, um, pharmacy, Ihanyo Zoma, and the junior Dimoji, they shouted, oh, shall I help? Oh, shall I help? Chidima, 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 help. Sister Chidima ran to help me. I said, Sister Chidima, help him. I'm a man. Sister Chidima, leave me. I know my problem. Please. I dip my hand in my pockets, brought out the other two five, dropped on the altar, making it 5,000. I went to home crying. House rent. 
So I went home crying. My brother has a millionaire, so. Millionaire has a dollar, so. My mother will cook food in the village. Like today is Sunday. If it's that time, by today is Sunday, I'm happy I will get the food. People that return back home for weekend, she will carry apple, put for waterproof, carry soup, put for conco, where be to me in Abba. I go to chop them. Even when that soup spoil, I go to chop them like that. Mm. That make I tell my mama, when I go, started blessing, I tell mama, you stop work home. Leave my house. Make you don't joke with your mother. Don't joke with your mother. Make you don't joke with your father. Parents, don't joke with them. That's the message of next time. Praise God. Sir, I fell down. Brought the other one completed. Completed. I went back home. First week, no garito soak. The house rent gone. Second week, Toko. Third week. On the sixth week, I got an invitation to be a guest speaker with a um, Methodist Church in Nigeria. There's a, a, a group in Methodist Church they call Mem Methodist Evangelical Movement. Who said Mem? Do you know it? Huh? Methodist Evangelical Movement. Mem. They are a number of evangelism in Methodist Church. They invited me for an all night. I went, and that all night I preached myself out. I preach myself out. I spotted the woman. I said to my madam, I saw you crying, but God said she should tell you that she should not cry that he has planted a baby in your womb. She said, Amen. I said, Are you married? She said, Yes. How many years? She mentioned. You have no child. She said, Yes. God said that you are, you are pregnant. Even as I'm talking to you, and I said, No, Pastor. I just saw my period last week. When you are talking to somebody, the person said, It's not true. Sir. No matter you are not, you are not going to come down. I'm talking to you now. I said, this and this happened. He said, excuse me, sir. It's not true. Hey. Koro, koro. Oh, boy. Pastor, you will be confused. Am I, am I right? That's what the sister did to me. I was confused. After a long while, God said to me, Son, I'm the one, wisdom, I'm the one talking to you. Go ahead. I said to one, whether you like it or not, you are pregnant. I finished preaching that day. No usher carry my Bible. I carry my Bible by myself. I was going home, I was soliloquizing. Hello, 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 they're not here today. What kind of embarrassment is this? Saturday morning. Sunday. I refused to go to church. I was. Because the shame was much. Nobody remembered every other ministration I did. But that particular one. <laughs> you, you, you understand what I mean? I was so ashamed of myself. On Tuesday night, we were at the junction, stopping by me junction with my friends, eating corn. 
the woman was running out with the husband, going to my elder brother's house, thinking that I was living with my elder brother. They didn't know that I was not living with them, but I didn't tell anybody. They saw us at the junction where we were eating corn. He said, ah, evangelist, we're even going to your house to see you. I said, okay, what is it? The husband came, lost to the mesh shot. He said, um, we shipped us shifted. He said, uh, we, my wife told me the encounter she had with you during the all night. My mind skipped. I said, huh? And she has uh, gone to hospital, Patana Hospital, X-ray at Okigwe Road, and to the other two clinics for to run X-ray and a scam. And they said that she's pregnant. Hey! Hey! I was so excited. I said, "What do you say?" They brought out the test. The result showed me. Oh boy, I was so excited. I was so so happy. I said to her, "Madam, go back to that church and tell them. If you don't do it, you have miscarriage." He said, "Tomorrow, Sunday, Sunday, I will do it." I had us with her. I pray with them. As I wanted to go and join my friends, so they were asking me, "What is this?" Evangelist, please come, come. I came back. The husband also said, "Mommy, give me that envelope." He brought out a big envelope. He said, "Keep praying for us." I'm used to hear that. He got the envelope, gave me. Say, "This is a hundred thousand." Hey! Hey! the money. Bam. I forgot my friends I was with. I didn't remember them anymore. I returned back to the same place I was living. Christ Ascension Church. The empty hall. Sir, I removed my clothes. Hang. Removed my shoe. Drop. I was sitting down. From 10 p.m. I started counting 100,000 at 5 a.m. I was counting 100,000 from 10 p.m. 10 30 p.m. to 5 a.m. I will count, 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 count. I will start again. I will count, 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 count. I will start again. I was so confused. I don't know what to do. I will carry the money, put in the lid on top of myself. Some people are watching me. They will come and carry it. I will carry it. I decree over your life. May God give you a surprise miracle. Amen. 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 Since that encounter, ministry change, life change, everything change as never before. From that day, was that thing my family mocked me with? House, I'm a landlord in America. I'm a landlord in Dubai. I'm a landlord in Abba. I'm a landlord in Abuja. I'm a landlord in my village. They mocked me with God started fixing it for me one after the other. One after the other. I am glad to identify and to associate with this Jesus. Sacrifice. Sacrifice. 
I'm putting on, I wore it yesterday. Like, what is Nosso? Nosso brought it for me yesterday. Somebody in your father's church bought this shoe and gave him to give me. You saw him yesterday in the hotel when he, something was carrying his hand. This is shoe. This was a man. A man. Oh, oh, he was on the floor. On the floor. On the floor. I spoke to him. When I called him to make a sacrifice, he came with tears. I don't want to wear this shoe today. I wanted to put on tie. God said to me, I, I come with my shoes. God said to me, wear that shoe you wear yesterday. As you wear it to preach, the blessing will go to that man. That's why I didn't put tie. One other person in the church, your father church, called me yesterday with Nosho that they married for a long time. The wife have never tested positive pregnancy. That after I asked them to climb the altar with a sacrifice, he said the wife is pregnant now. Where is Nosho? Wow. That the wife is pregnant now. It was where you heard what I'm saying. Am I right? This is issue brought yesterday. Yes, yes. This issue brought yesterday. Yes, yes. And God have said yes, yes. that the wife has tested positive for the first time. For the first time, pregnancy. Second, even him. Seventeen years. Seventeen years. Seventeen years of carelessness. Even him, when I called for sacrifice, he, he was the first person that ran to the altar that day. He was the first person that ran to the altar. Ladies and gentlemen, Reverend, sacrifice is a spiritual drumbeat that invites a deity into action. It's a spiritual drumbeat that invites a spirit into play. No spirit appears without a sacrifice. Deities, God can never appear until you appease them with a sacrifice. Am I talking to somebody here? Yes, sir. Sacrifice of your praise, sacrifice of your worship, sacrifice of your service, sacrifice of your offering, and whatever. Sacrifice invites a deity. A spirit into action. That's why when you go to the doctor, he will say to you, Give a sacrifice. We keep blood. We do this to appease the gods. To make the spirit to come. Sir, sacrifice works. It works for a believer, it works for an unbeliever. That's why I will say that when Solomon offered the sacrifice, God said to him, Solomon, what do you want me to do for you? God didn't come ordinarily. It was when the sacrifice got to the peak. God said, what do you want? 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 Tell me what you want. 
Thank you for tuning in on this episode. We hope you've been blessed and empowered to transcend new heights of faith and growth. Stay connected with us for more empowering and faith-filled messages. And remember, you are part of a community committed to transformation. Until next time, go forth empowered by God's grace.